you illiterate hoes because reading is what fundamental fundamental but if you're listening to gem girls podcast you probably have never read anything in your life definitely not a book maybe a menu maybe Maybe. a stop sign (laughs) either way welcome to the pod today we are discussing the latest chapter in the chronicles of canada's drag race i am the main character of this podcast hakuna mctitties Yes, and I am that one forgettable background character that you're like, who, who, who this? Who, who this on my screen? Uh, every time my name pops up, or if it's Jones, and today we are chit-chatting about season two, episode four of CDR Snatch Game. It's here, people. It's the game that puts the ha in hoo-ha and the taint in entertaining. <laughs> It is the game of all games that forces queens to ask themselves, is your clitty witty? Is your fanny funny? (laughs) And are you a comical genius? (laughs) Three things I also ask myself every day, all right? I know I shouldn't laugh so hard at my own jokes, but I think I It's good shit. It's good shit. Clitty witty, pretty good. Is your fanny funny? I don't know. And a genius is pretty good. Yeah, I, I knocked good. it out. You're, you are a comical genius. Thank you. Um, unfortunately for all the queens of this episode, the answer to all of those questions is a sad no, not at all, because the Snatch Game was hard to watch, Mama. Dude, I don't think it was that hard to watch. I watched it twice. And As did I. Okay, the first time I was like, okay, this is bearable. This is, like, pretty good. And then the second time I was like, wow, like, I don't know about this. Fair, I will give you that Cynthia's Rachel Zoe isn't as funny the second time around, but I did notice how more people did well or did okay. Yeah. Uh, because I, 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 we can you know get this out of the way real or real Earl on in the ep, which means really early on in the episode <laughs> for folks who need a translator. Uh, Cynthia's Snatch Game is the only one that really... She's the only one who really did anything with it. Like, she was really the only good one. Uh, yes. Which is, was a shocker, not gonna lie, but let's get not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah, I think what, like, uh, set her apart from all the other ones was that she was very committed to her role, and she was confident in it, even though I didn't, like, necessarily find her super funny all the time, but she was clearly really having fun being that person, Um, Yeah, and she knew what, like, she obviously knew the character really, really well, and the time, like, her timing was very, very good. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, she, she really demonstrated that she has comedic timing, and the back and forth with, you know, everybody was really good. For sure. But we're definitely getting ahead of ourselves. Let's, uh... Right, right. Let's go to... Rewind. Yeah, rewind. Please rewind. Uh, Be kind, rewind. Exactly. Um, we're moving backwards in the timeline and going uh, to when it's the next day in the workroom. I forgot like the first five minutes. I didn't. I didn't take notes in the first five minutes. Well, basically, like it's just you know them talking about like how like Stephanie 
uh, feels like the, or not Stephanie, Cynthia is feeling like the competition is finally real because she lip synced and like now the stakes, she understands how high the stakes are. Uh, right. The usual, I just lip synced and trying to turn that into a positive momentum moment. Right. Cynthia says she's an Aries and she's really intense about her goals. Like, okay, go off, whatever. <laughs> As a moon Aries, I get that. <laughs> uh, we got Tracy Melshore, Brad, Brooklyn, and some dude named Connor Jessup, who I was not living for. As I, he's, he was cute. I think he's in that Netflix show Lock and Key. Yeah, he's, he's known for something. Yeah, I, 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 I am dumb bitched him, and he's in some stuff. Yeah, um, th- yeah, these guys are the judges. I mean, I have nothing against Connor Jessup as a person. I think he's fine, like, whatever, live your life. I just don't know how qualified he was to be a judge of drag. That's Oh, yeah, and, like, it comes up in the episode. Yes, and we'll get to that yeah, later, too. Yeah, but, um, anyways, uh... The show opens after, yeah, the, the post-Stephanie leaving, yada, 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 Cynthia, fire under her ass, what they always say. Uh, and then we get the reading challenge, and Brooklyn comes out in Hawaiian MC Hammer, which, yes. <laughs> it was a moment, I didn't mind it. She was serving, uh, like, MC Hammer meets, like, aunt, like, your aunt, your funky yeah, okay. aunt in, uh, like... Florida or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Funky at MC Hammer, funky or funky ant MC Hammer. Yeah. Uh, basically that. Which I hope MC Hammer is a funky ant as well. Yeah, I hope so too. Both yeah. types funky, of ants. Funky, exactly. Yes, exactly. Well, he's definitely the an insectoid. We know that. He is part, <laughs> he's at least one quarter ant for sure. But I meant more like an auntie. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Um. Yeah, so Brooklyn's here. He has those balloon pants to hide his extra legs. One hundred percent. It's a big, it's a big conspiracy. Exactly. Uh, anyways, moving back to at least some version of reality, the um, the reading challenge. What did you think? What who do you think had out, outstanding or notable reads? Um, so it was kind of hard to judge because I feel like some queens got more than one joke and some sure. only got one joke. Um, but I don't know. I kind of found Kimora's jokes kind of funny. The one about Adriana needing subtitles. That was a good one. That was a good one. Uh, and, and I know, I know what you mean with some Queens only having like one joke showcased. I wonder sometimes, and this is more broadly across drag race is like, you know, how many jokes each queen actually has? Like, are they actually going through each and every person? Or they're only going up with, like, maybe one or two prepared? You know what I mean? I think they're doing... Everybody is doing everyone. That's, like, the only yeah. way that I could see it being fair. But, like, I just don't think, ev- like, all the queens... And, again, this is across Drag Race... Are necessarily, f- necessarily funny enough to think of a joke for everybody. Particularly on the last episode, or whenever they did it in the UK this past season, I got the impression that, like, uh, yeah, Crystal Versace did three people, and then she put the glasses down. Like, I think you need to do a few, but you don't necessarily have to do all of them. But I could be wrong. Mm, okay, fair enough. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. I'd be curious to find that out. Um, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, Kimura was fine. Gia, um, like, I could see what Gia was doing, but I felt like her reads were too long. Like, oh, yeah, Pathea, yeah. like, your nose is like Pinocchio. I'm surprised it didn't grow this amount when you said this and this, which was a lie. It's like, okay, that's a lot. 
Yeah, it was a, it was a too large of a setup for too little of a punchline. Also, that joke Eve was the punchline, and like as a team Eve stand, everyone's gotta stop coming for Eve. Yeah, I mean, like I'm not a hard Eve stand. I'm like you know towing the line a little bit there. Like I, I don't hate her. I don't love her. I'm going in full Eve only because she is kind of the worst, and I love that in a. In in a as a as as a as a stand, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I fully am aware she's pretty terrible, but I love her for it. Yeah, and as a viewer, it's like more fun to watch someone who's like kind of delusional and like kind of exactly, yeah, exactly, like, exactly. Like I want her on my screen as, but like exactly, like Mary stay on my screen as. Yeah, but uh, I don't know that I think I don't think she deserves to win at all. Oh, zero percent. No, 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 no. She shouldn't unless she like really pivots or pulls a one eighty in the next episodes. Uh, I thought the GG not as good line was pretty good. I don't forget was, who said it. I, that was Adriana. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I also liked her read about Kimura's eyelashes and how, like, oh, of course you're from the ball scene because your lashes love voguing. Yeah, Which is, yeah, like, yeah, a good yeah, visual. Yeah. Like, some flappy-ass yeah. lashes. For sure, for sure. Um, upon second watch, though, they really set up Cynthia for the snatch game win slash demonstrating she has like some comedic chops because she's tell like they show her telling like four jokes and they're all actually pretty good yes um i honestly kind of loved isis this episode and like she might be one of my favorites um because she her read of eve was like don't be ashamed of who you are that's your parents job dude that one was like a little bit too rough again team eve stan i was like relax on eve yeah, especially because last epi- episode she was talking about how her yeah, how her dad <laughs> exactly that one was like a little bit too real. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, and especially like because later on, Isis is like, "I've had enough with Eve. Like, if you're the bottom, yeah. I don't give a shit. Like, goodbye." Exactly, exactly, exactly. Which I I also love Isis. She's one of my favorites too. And when she said that, I was like, "Yeah, I get, I get it. I would also <laughs> probably want to see Eve get the fuck out of here." I kind of got Raven vibes from her. And I think this is, like, kind of what I like about her. She's, like, kind of, like, her makeup is just, like, super snatched. She always, like, kind of looks like a bitch in makeup, but, like, a fierce bitch. And, like, she just tells it like it is. And I'm like, okay, I like you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I will say Isis is less, like, Demure than Raven and a little bit more, uh, kind of, like, jokey laughy. Yes. Uh, which I also actually, I like, I actually think that's, like, really, I think Isis is really cute. Particularly when in, uh, doing on-cams in, in boy drag. Uh, she's cute. I'm into it. Yes. Also, that, like, thick Ottawa accent is, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. It was just also kind of endearing. It is. Um, yeah, it's just so funny, like, listening to these guys speak because... I'm like, do we sound like that as Canadians? Like, they sound so Canadian to me. I haven't noticed it, like, that hardcore with, like, a lot of the queens in the show. Like, aside from the Montreal queens, because they sound like Montrealers or, like, Quebecois. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I, guess, did, I, I haven't noticed necessarily Ken. Well, I guess Kendall and Cynthia do kind of have, like, a West Coast intonation to everything they say. Yeah, I guess I was thinking Kimora and Isis. Like, Kimora, to me, sounds so Canadian. Um, but in, like, that way that people who, like... She sounds very Scarborough to me. Like, she does. I mild, agree. Yeah, 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 like, Caribbean yeah, yeah, yeah. intonation, but, like, Canadian for sure, accent. For sure. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I get that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Isis wins. Isis wins. Uh, and then we learn that the game of the week, the game to play, the game of all games is Snatch Game. The Snatch. Uh, the Snatch, it be gaming. Uh, I like how Brooklyn, throughout this episode, and she's done it in the past, really celebrates her awful performance on Snatch Game. Yeah. Um, it was so bad, it was iconic. I don't even remember it, to be quite honest. Uh, I know that she did Celine Dion, and, like, yeah. imagining her do that is enough. Like, <laughs> I can't imagine it would have been good. It um, was real bad. It was pretty cringy. Uh, and and I, I specifically remember that episode because it also gave us the Brooklyn Evie uh, lip sync, yes. which I think is one of the most iconic of all drag race. I think uh, and it was what? the best one. Like, where yeah, the best, yeah, yeah. like, two performers at the same time. Like, I, definitely. I would agree. I would agree as well. Uh, and uh, Brooklyn's outfit that episode was amazing. <laughs> her runway walk. Um, yeah, her runway walk was, like, something else. Yeah, I, I love her. Like, she really, she really has it. And I will say that in this episode, her hosting ability to host has improved substantially i agree i agree and um i applaud her for that and it really is a set of skills you know what i mean like if you watch early drag race it's nothing compared to you know the poised formula that rue has now yeah you know you can get better at doing it. it's not to say that, like someone like of course people have natural aptitude for something like that but it's a set of skills that you can work on and gen and in improve you know what i mean yeah, I mean, I would say that Rue was always a good host because he had a talk show back in the day too, and like for sure, Rue was like ne never bad. But what I mean is the the kind of back and forth with the uh, with the judges. If you watch, yeah, season one to three of Drag Race, even four a little bit, it's like a little bit. It's less scripted, and they have less of a back like a ping pong going on. Yeah. Uh, so maybe I'm not. I wasn't blaming anyone, but maybe less to say Rue wasn't as good as a host then. Maybe the show's setup wasn't necessarily as polished. Yeah, and like the show is still coming into its own because now like the right, show right. just references itself. Like that yeah, is like yeah. endlessly. Like obviously that would be like way easier to figure out, especially if the judges have all been there for such a long time. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, anyways, we get a little pre-workroom snatch game. Does anything notable happen? Uh, well, basically, like Brooklyn does a a walkthrough, and. Um, basically, like, in the walkthrough, Suki seems like it's gonna, she's gonna do well. Like, she's doing Yoka Ono, and she does a weird scream, and Brooklyn loves it, encourages her to do it. Um, but it kind of seems like that was the only joke she had. Yeah, so, Suki was only good in that moment, on the red carpet to the, yes. um, <laughs> to the runway, where she had the Beatles line, and that is it. Yeah, um... Honestly, I low-key kind of liked Yoko Ono. I wish she had, like, if she had a few more jokes, it could have been better. But I don't think Yoko Ono was inherently a bad choice. I don't think it was a bad choice. I think it's a good choice, but she didn't really do anything funny with it. Yes. Like, there's a lot you could do with Yoko Ono. And she looked like Yoko and kind of had the, like, you know, the general intonation down. But her, she didn't have any jokes prepared. And that's, like, one of the things... I think with Snatch Game more broadly is 
it is obviously it's improv but the queens who do well are going in with a few jokes in mind that they can do with the answers you know what i mean because the answer could be anything and then they'll have a prepared bit yeah um and i don't think suki really thought about that or the ones she thought of were huh pretty rough yes um so we have another thing i want to comment on is Oh, there was someone else. Oh, fucking Eve. Okay, so Eve had two options. Either Jennifer Coolidge or Bernie Sanders. Jennifer Coolidge is something that she's performed all the time. Jennifer Coolidge is a queer icon. Right. Uh, Icon. Even just icon. Even just icon. She's just an icon. Like, there's so much you could do with Jennifer Coolidge because she is a comedic character already. Yeah, yeah, and basically. And she's beloved, and like she's, you know, she's been at this for a while. And Eve, you've done her before, so you should have done that. Yeah, I, I forgot that part. Um, which I don't know. Maybe he Eve was thinking like, you know, taking a chance. Bernie, I respect that. Bernie might be a more nuanced character. Jennifer Coolidge, it, it, like Bernie, I think is the atypical choice, and maybe she was kind of going for that. Uh, and yeah. compared to the other Snatch Game characters, Bernie is more different than, say, Jennifer Coolidge compared to Chris Jenner or uh, La Veneno, who whatever Isis La played. Veneno or whatever. Veneno, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, yes. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is, Bernie Sanders could have been funny, but she just didn't do anything with it. Well, I mean, the thing, the, the problem with Bernie Sanders is that, yeah, we've seen male characters on Snatch Game before, but they're always super campy, like, or, you know, queer. But the problem with Bernie Sanders is he's like an old straight white man. You know what I mean? Like, unless you're going to like make him super campy somehow or like make him little a little bit queer somehow, like you can't just do Bernie straight. Which That's is what true. That's true. And I agree. I agree. He basically just did, yeah, like Bernie Sanders, not a hyper uh, over-the-top or exaggerated Bernie Sanders, which is what you kind of would have need to have done. Or, like, just in her responses had, like, funny things to say. You're right, you're right. It was it was very flat, and it didn't take it to where it needed to go. Anyways, let's, we might as well just get into the Snatch Game. Uh, yes. And, they, yeah, there's the red carpet thing. Tracy Melshore is there. I feel like they're doing Tracy Melshore a little dirty this season. I don't feel like she's one of the judges. feel like she is she doesn't really have um a presence inside the workroom like helping them prepare for the challenges like the others do yeah Um, at least so far we've seen but that's like kind of my thing like i think we've uh, despite the fact that she has been listed as one of the judges we've seen her a lot less than the other three judges they she spent less time with the queens and even this, like, red carpet moment, like, I don't know, Tracy Melshore is kind of cut out of it a lot. I just also feel like she's not delivering a whole lot of personality. Like... I, I agree, I agree. I like her, and I think when she says things, at least on the judging panel, she did say a, thing, a couple things that were, I found funny. But she just doesn't really have magnetism, which is kind of weird since she's worked in television for so long. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I found her to be a little bit, not disengaging, but not very engaging. Yeah. Um, like, she's not hamming it up enough. Like, Amanda yeah, Bruegel yeah. is hamming it up. Like, 
Brad is hamming it up. They all have to, um, to do, to make this show like engaging. Cause otherwise that component of it could be boring as fuck. Right, right, right. And it is drag race. It should be campy. Yes. Um, anyway, so into the snatch game, Pythia made an interesting choice to play Grimes. <laughs> uh, I Isis. It. I respect it. And we can get into it. We just run through the people. Uh, Isis is playing La Venena, uh, who is a Spanish media star and trans woman, is the impression I got. Yeah. Uh, Gia is playing Jim Carrey, so another <laughs> guy, and it, it was terrifying. Um, <laughs> Eve is Bernie Sands, Bernie Sands, as we mentioned. <laughs> uh, who else? Adriana is Sofia Vergara. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Kendall is Chris Jenner. Kendall is Chris Jenner. Suki is, um, Yoko, Yoko. Ono. Kamora is um, Leslie, jo- Leslie Jones. Leslie Jones, yes. Who's Leslie Jordan? I don't know. No, someone. Oh, Leslie someone, Jordan no. is like tiny, like old gay man. Right, right. Who, like, Almost the physical opposite of Leslie Jones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> Cynthia Kiss, as also previously mentioned, is Rachel Zoe. Um, yes. So, as we already talked about, Cynthia really, she nails it. She, she does nail it. Yes. Um, I, okay. So, there are some lines from most of them that I thought were funny. Like, for instance, when um, Chris Jenner was, like, in, in response to, I can't even remember what, but, like, she said two months of bladder leakage because her vagina is the size of a football. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's a pretty good one. Um, I don't feel like they give, they really gave Kendall that much screen time. No. No, Like she, I think she, I think she had the one joke kind of thing, which gave me like, yeah, I didn't have enough to work with. Like, did she, was she she doing well? Maybe her stuff just wasn't funny. Because I feel like with Snatch Game is if you're funny, they'll put you on camera. And if you're really, really not funny, they'll also put you on camera to like showcase how bad you are. Uh, and if you're a little bit middle of the road, they kind of gloss over you. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, the, uh, a lot happens here, but like also not very much does that I found yeah. interesting. Yeah, um, yeah. Jim Carrey made me so uncomfortable. He it was annoying and terrifying. Um, <laughs> like it was. A, I really wish Gia did her Anna Ferris. Because the Anna Ferris like, sounded really good and, like, more, I guess it's more my flavor than whatever this Jim Carrey was. Because it was manic and demonic, one might say. Yeah, it was, it was not the tea. Um, Pythia was pretty good. Um, she wasn't great. Um... I did, I, the thing is with Pythia, I didn't necessarily get it. Or like it, but she committed and she made it work. Like, even in some of the improv moments, she, you know, she backed and forth. And, yeah, I didn't think it was necessarily that funny. Because I don't think of Grimes as a techno wizard pixie. But... Oh, she definitely thinks of herself that way. Does she? Okay. I'm I'm not really familiar with Grimes outside of her music and 
Yeah, like her social persona, I really don't think of her that much. Or I don't know about her that much. Yeah, she's fucking weird. Um, <laughs> I guess that's really all there is to say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, regardless, I thought Pythia did a good job. Uh, at least generally compared to everybody else. I thought Kamora's Leslie Jones was kind of not that good. No, and I don't understand why she was wearing an outfit that, like, I've never seen Leslie Jones wear. That was another thing, too. Like, I don't associate this look with Leslie Jones. This looks like, I don't it was leopard print and definitely had, like, strong Queen of Africa vibes, but I've never seen, you know, Leslie Jones wear something like that. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, sure, maybe she wore it once. But I feel like if you're going to do a character, you should, like, dress the way we think of them. Yeah, or even put her in, like, a Ghostbusters outfit, you know? Because, like, something that she's been in that everyone knows that she's been in. For sure. So I was thinking about it uh, regarding Jim Carrey or whatever. I was thinking, wouldn't Kramer be funnier? Oh, or like you're George right. Costanza or something. <laughs> I think Kramer would be a really good snatch game choice, particularly like for Gia as well. I think Gia could do Kramer. Yeah. Uh, my main issue with this Jim Carrey was it was just like it. It was kind of like Jim Carrey, and she kind of looked like him and had like the the Ace Ventura pet detective mannerisms. Yeah, but. I found it was just loud and kind of outrageous rather than being funny. Yeah, like, she committed to the character, which is, I guess, the best... Sometimes the most you can ask for on Snatch Game. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, I actually don't think she did a bad job. It's just, like, I didn't like it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I found it kind of similar to... Uh, was, it, was there another Cynthia on UK... What was her name? Chris, not Crystal. The one who went home last week. The one, oh, uh, Scarlet Harlot? Scarlet. Her performance as Macaulay Culkin, it reminded me of that. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. It was, it was kind of one note and all you were really selling was, this is so much like that actor at this specific period of time. You know what I mean? Right. Which, like, I would have found it funnier... <laughs> If she didn't just stick to Home Alone. You know what I mean? If she did, like, Macaulay Culkin as a strug-out adult. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's that's the, far more difficult to do. And she doesn't look like Macaulay Culkin now. She does look like Macaulay Culkin then. True. Macaulay true, Culkin. True, true. Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> Macaulay. Macaulay's flower. Culk. Macaulay's such a weird name. Macaulay, Macaulay Flower. So, Macaulay, yeah, Macaulay Flower. Flower. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I was watching the um, one of the uh, the Halloween episodes of Bob's Burgers, and what they always do is kind of uh, the kids dress up as like a portmanteau, like the you know a representation of a portmanteau. And one of them, Luis, was Peter Pan's Labyrinth. <laughs> Which was really good. It was Peter Pan but with eyeballs on the hands. She becomes the monster from Peter, oh. uh, from Pan's Labyrinth. Uh, and then I was like, uh, I tried to think of one. I was like, oh, Sailor Moon Rise Kingdom, where you dress up as Sailor Moon, but as a we- but also a Wes Anderson character. Wow, like Let's Sailor have... Moon as one of the characters from Moon Moonrise Kingdom. Um, 
Okay, what about Saving Private Ryan? Who's someone with the name Ryan Seacrest? <laughs> oh, saving Pri- yeah, Saving Private Ryan Seacrest. You dress up as <laughs> re-signed Ryan Seacrest, but also as a soldier. That's a pretty good one. Um, yeah, someone who looks like Ryan Seacrest can use that. Um, my coworker was telling me that he, like, years ago, I mean, I don't know how long ago, but he was like, yeah, you know, like, I dressed up in blackface one time. And I was like, okay, uh, let's talk about this. <laughs> I guess. Sure. I guess. Um, and he was like, yeah, like, I, I dressed up in blackface, but, like, it was necessary to the costume. But I was like, uh. Was it? And he was like, yeah, you know, I went as a uh, Stevie Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, pretty good. Pretty good. Which, like, okay, so this man, like, basically is the dad of my workplace. Okay, and, workplace dad. Like, Everything he does is a pun. Like, literally every fucking thing. Um, You would kind of like it, um, I think. (laughs) Probably. And, yeah, so he's like, yeah, Stevie Wonder Woman. Like, if I, like, I had to go in blackface, it was Stevie Wonder. I was like, you could have used a different pun, but I hear what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, like, no, you don't have to do a costume that has blackface as an integral feature. That's, like, I think the, uh, the main thing with any blackface moments. Like, you didn't, you could just done a different costume. But I will say, if someone, if a black person did Stevie Wonder Woman, it would be really good. Or just a white person doing Stevie Wonder Woman without fucking blackface. Yes. Um, that, <laughs> like, how would you even do that? I don't or know, but I would love to have seen the costume. I think he'd wear, like, dark sunglasses, like braids, um, and then a Wonder Woman outfit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, he was like, yeah, I won outfit of the, or a costume of the year at my workplace. And this was like five years ago. I was like, okay, well. He did the blackface five years ago? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or 10, I can't remember. I can't 10, remember. I would have been a little bit more like, all right, it was a decade ago. How different we are in these times and age. Uh, but five years ago, that's the time and age, baby. Like, that's too soon. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. I, I guess I just have lower standards for people, like, who live in the place where I live currently because, um, I don't know, time travels really slowly in these parts. Right, 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 right. You're right. Time moves slower in London, Ontario. Yes. <laughs> uh, but no, that's not an excuse. But it it, really it's, is. like, it's awkward when someone brings it up and, like, is kind of looking for Forgiveness. forgiveness. Yeah. And I'm like, well, like, so long not if you me. don't. If, <laughs> not today. Yeah, um, exactly. No, I, I I, don't know. Like, I like this guy. And I'm not going to be like, you piece of shit. Because, like, what good is that going to do? But, like, I'm not going to say it's okay. Uh, you know? So, anyway. What did, you, what did you say? What did I say? Yeah. I was like, oh, haha. <laughs> oh, right. The, of course. The appropriate <laughs> response. <laughs> uh, you know, like, maybe that's not a good idea. Yeah, like, times are different, but not that different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, like, last Halloween. Um, <laughs> I've really grown, okay, since two weeks ago. I'm a different person than from when we first started this call. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, anyway, what were we talking about? 
Uh, Snatch Game. We're talking about Snatch Game. Um, Isis, I remember being kind of fine. The, like, few moments that she has on screen is. Uh, yes. She didn't get a lot of camera time. And like we said earlier, like, Cynthia did a good job. I don't even really know who Rachel Zoe is, but she did a really good job of establishing her signature lines and signature mannerisms from the go and then played with them pretty well. Yeah, and um, it was smart of her to choose this character since um, Brad worked with Cynthia. Or not yeah, Cynthia. Yeah, Femtop Rachel Brad Zoe. Goreski apparently uh, yeah, was on like Rachel Zoe's show or whatever. Yeah, and they had a falling out. Um, so she she did a really good job of like bringing Brad into it and like it was really engaging in that sense. Um, yeah, she had a really good kind of improv line because they they, there's a, an extended back and forth with like Brad and Brooklyn where they're like, babe, major. And they're like doing all of those things. Mm-hmm. And then Brad says, I feel like we went to a different reality. And Cynthia, without missing a beat, says like, I think you should be talking to Grimes. And it was a funny line. <laughs> it was. It was for sure. Um, anyway, so Snatch Game ends. Um Yoko, by the way, is painful to watch. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's all establish the fact that Suki did a real bad job, and it was painful. Also, no can laughed. we talk about... No one laughed. But I also want to talk about this other judge, besideth Canada's favorite femme top, Brad Goreski, is some dude from t- TikTok? What was his name again? Like, so I think Bowman his name... Martinez-Reed. His... Yeah, I don't know. Bowman uh, Samantha Jones. Uh... <laughs> His, uh, his TikTok name is, like, Bowmanizer. His social media name is Bowmanizer. And, like, don't get me wrong. Very handsome fella. 10 out of 10 would recommend to have sex with. But I don't know who he is. Maybe because I'm old. But also, too, you know, this Canada's Drag Race. We couldn't get someone a little bit more notable to be a, the guest judge on Snatch Game? Well, it's not even that I need them to be notable. I just need them to make sense. Like, yes, this person is a gay man. But, like, that doesn't mean that... a like, all gay men understand drag. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But, like, I mean, the Snatch Game isn't necessarily... Well, I mean, it is drag, but he's not judging the drag. He's just kind of, like, a participant. Uh, I don't really care about that. Like, they, they could have gotten anybody. I just... I was like, really? A TikTok store? And he only has, like, 1.5 million followers, which I guess is a lot. I really don't know, in terms of TikTok terms, what's a lot and what's not. But Me, me neither. But, like, this is, you know, it's Canada's Drag Race. Let's get someone who's, like, you know, been on television. Um, yeah, it's, it's funny because I, yesterday I learned who Addison Ray is. Do you who know that? who that bitch is? Who that? <laughs> who that? Addison Ray is a TikToker who has a music career now. And she did a performance on Jimmy Fallon, um... And I was just, like, curious. I don't know. I decided to watch Jimmy Fallon performances because I wanted to know, like, who is even a thing now to other people. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this bitch Addison Ray comes up, and I learned she's a TikToker. And I guess, like, TikTokers are just celebrities now. I guess. I guess so. Uh, I mean, I understood that element of it. Like, yeah, people who are big on TikTok will kind of it'll help launch their career like i feel like a lot of comedians have uh kind of come up that way recently yes but um yeah i, I guess tiktok's the place to be it's where all the kids are at i don't fucking know i don't know either i don't tick I... nor talk 
Okay, so I've been using it recently, and, like, oh. you have to go through so much crap. So apparently the algorithm learns about you, like, to a creepy extent really quickly. But for some reason, it, like, doesn't understand me at all. Oh, okay. Um, because maybe I'll, like, sit... So, like, on the home page, you have to, like, scroll through videos, and I guess it learns about you based on, like, what you like and how long you watch something. So, like... I just, like, linger on these videos that make no fucking sense. Like, an old man in a cowboy hat, like, dancing. And I'm like, oh, okay. I like this. (laughs) So it keeps (laughs) giving me content like that. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But you don't necessarily Uh, want a lot of old men dancing in a cowboy hat. You just wanted it in the moment. I also just want that old man. Not all of them. Right, 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 right. Yes. Well, then. So throughout this entire conversation, I couldn't help but wonder if an algorithm slowly learns about a vice, a certain vice president's dance moves, would it be an algorithm for Al Gore's rhythm? (laughs) I mean, these are the big questions that people need to answer. Um, well, if it's like... A sequel to Janet Jackson's seminal record, would it be Algorithm Rhythm Nation? Oh, Algorithm, oh, Algorithm Nation. Nation. There you go. Yes, it would. That's, yes, it would. Also, I want to make that album. But that sounds, sounds great. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> we should collab with Janet. I'm sure she'd be down. Yeah, Janet. I got her in my phone. Yeah. <laughs> Call on JJ. Janet J. I got her in my phone the same way you have that other bitch in your phone. Yeah, the guy like, who made Jizz. Whatever yeah, his I'll name just, is. Yeah, uh, Google it. She's not Google it, get it on my phone. It'll be great. Yes. Um, anyway. Anyways, so uh, it's Elimination Day. Um, Suki has, like, a big moment in this, which I actually, like, despite her Snatch Game performance, I kind of started to enjoy Suki as a person more this Me episode. Too. Which sucks, and I think may like I I wondered because they 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 gave her a few good moments. She kind of really expressed herself and said some cool shit. And a part of me was okay. Was she always kind of like this, but we just weren't getting that in the edit, or is she only kind of like coming out a little bit more out of her shell now? And it just happens to be the week that she goes home. I don't know. I'm starting to notice a pattern on this particular series, um, on, on this season. Like, they'll have someone who doesn't really make an impression at all, but the day they're leaving, they make us like them. Uh, and that's their send-off. Because if isn't it's the that, same... You, isn't that, like, kind of a, a common feature across the drag race spectrum? I guess so, but I've been feeling it really hard this season. Like, the moment I really start to appreciate someone, they're gone. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's... We are only in episode four, so I think they do want to make the most out of the queens while they have them. Uh, So I think that could be a factor. Uh, But regardless, like, yeah, I... Suki has this moment where she kind of, like, uh, opens up about what it's like to be an Asian queen... And, like, always typecasted and stereotyped in performances. Like, she made she references, like, oh, you be the Lucy Liu character or the da na character. Which yeah. must be very, very real. And also, too, kind of made me think 
of how she's been presenting herself in episodes past. Like, she's been playing up that kind of, like, Asian character and the Asian stereotype. And I was like, oh, like, I found that a little bit off-putting. But one, maybe she's kind of just doing that as, like, a little bit of a defense mechanism because that's how, like, she's been conditioned to act uh, by, you know, society at large. Uh, and also, it just kind of made more sense to me. It just, yeah, it humanized Suki a lot. I liked her, and it was a good moment for her. Well, I think it's it's tough because in so many situations, like, you're socially rewarded for playing up those stereotypes, right? Right, exactly. Or, like, professionally rewarded or whatever. Because, like, on regular Drag Race with RuPaul, he loves it when the que- the black queens play up, like, a black stereotypical character and, like... You know, stuff like that. Like, that really tickles him. Um, Which I think is a little bit unfair because there are other ways that a black queen could be funny aside from, like, the stereotypical, quote-unquote, ghetto way of acting. Whatever Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, And, like, you know, there are queens who have competed in Drag Race, who have done that. Like, I think Bob the Drag Queen is hilarious without being a caricature. Uh, Bob is just Bob. Exactly, exactly. That, I mean, a unique example. Um, but, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I, at one point, so Suki actually has two moments. In Untuck and in the Elimination Day workroom, and I'm, I think I'm jumping forward or whatever, but when watching it, she kind of, like, she, she mentions how she's from the projects, Mm-hmm. And I think people forget that in Canada, like, there are, like, the projects. Like, that does exist. Yes. Uh, um, I think, like, the person I was watching it with was like, oh, there are no projects in Canada. And it's like, no, like, there are. Certain places course. in Toronto, certain places in Montreal, there are, like, you know, it's low-income mass kind of housing that, you know, ain't, ain't too pretty to live in. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was a thing in every city in Canada. Yeah, exactly, um, exactly. And there should be projects. Like, there should be government-subsidized housing. Because that's what it is at the end of the day. Right. Yeah. It's just now it's kind of taken on a different kind of identity uh, within, you know, the kind of cultural consciousness. Because inherently sure. that is not bad. You're right. Um, for sure. Um, but yeah, I, I really appreciated getting to know her personality a bit better. Because she definitely is more low-key. And that's probably why we never really heard much from her. Yeah, true, But, true. Um, like, even when, you know, both she and Eve and Adriana all did poorly. Like, she was just sitting there, like, not really complaining about it. Until someone asked her how she felt. And she was like, you know what, I'm fine. Like, in this life, you make choices, you take risks, and you accept the outcome. Because what else can you do? Yeah, which um, I was like... Preach, girl. Like, that's a good mindset to have. You made your bed. You got to sleep in it. Or as I do, lay awake at night in uh, an anxious sweat. But it, um, yeah, it, it, she, she told it like it was. And it it was, it, like already mentioned, made me like her a lot more. Yeah. It was really funny, though, because when people were like, how do you stay so positive? And she said the whole thing about being from the projects and, like, complaining and being down on yourself is a privilege. Yeah, um, yeah. You got uh, Eve right over there. after Eve, complainer like, in charge. <laughs> and Eve, like before, she was just like, "Oh yeah, like these girls need to understand. I just love to complain. Like I Which, don't need your advice. I don't need to feel better. I just want to complain." The thing is, that's also real, and I get that as well. Because sometimes you just want to bitch about some shit, 
And it's not like, oh, like, yeah, please. Like, I'm, I'm, this is a cry for help. It's like, no, I just got to bitch about something and really vent. And then it'll make me feel better. Uh, I, I get that mood. And I, I like, obviously, like, Eve probably takes it to another level where it's like, Eve, just like, shut the fuck up about it. But uh, it made me actually kind of like Eve even more. Eve and more. Wow. Nice yeah. one. Nice. Um, so yeah, we learn who is in the top, who is, and that's, uh, oh, we, fuck it, we have the, uh, runway. Yeah, we have the runways. Uh, first we get Brooklyn, as we often do. How did you feel about this slick black, slick back green hair moment? On Brooklyn? Yeah. I did not like her hair. I didn't like, I did, I wasn't a big fan of the makeup as well. I think part of it could have been the camera and the camera angle, but her makeup didn't look super hot. Um, I like the dress though. Her body looked right. Yeah. Um, yeah. her hair was kind of weird, but like, still, she looks better than RuPaul. Rue, I I find Rue always looks pretty good. Rue is just like statuesque and beautiful in drag. Period. Yeah. But like, the choices in the wig and the dress, I. You're no. right. You're right. No, no, so, no, 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 yeah, no. Sometimes it's it's a pretty big miss. The recently, I think she's looked fine. But the thing is with Rue is her makeup is always like amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, like they've Raven yeah. is painting her to not even one circle of heaven's gods, but like a few ones above. So. In the earlier season, Rue's makeup artist was a person named Matthew Anderson. I don't know if you know this. No. Um, and Matthew, like, served some, like, really fierce looks and hair and all of that. Um, and all of my favorite Rue looks, by the way, are from that period. But I think in season nine, uh, they parted ways. And then they brought on Delta Work. If you remember Delta Work. Yeah, I remember Delta three. Work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Delta Work came on to do Rue's hair. And Raven came on to do Rue's makeup. And I found for like a period of like two seasons, it was really rough. Like oh, yeah. real rough. Um, somewhere down the line, Raven found her footing and now Rue looks great. Uh, but the wigs, I'm still not sold. Fair, fair, fair. Uh, I do enjoy... One thing, actually, I realize with Rue is she often serves, like, an like a, a like a very blonde, or like, if not white, giant, updo hair kind of thing. And I realize, the, like, the reason why I like it so much is it's giving me Storm from X-Men all the time. Oh, It's basically a black hot. woman with white hair, and I'm like, oh, this, this is why I love this. Okay. Yeah, that's a fierce look. Yeah, yeah. Storm's yeah. a hot bitch. She's the hottest bitch. Um, but anyway, so we get this runway, which for which the category is made in Canada. It's to pay homage to Canadian scene stealers. Yeah, celebs um, and such. Celebs and such. So we have Kimora as Deborah Cox as Josephine Baker. It's like a feather Caribbean outfit type thing. Yeah, very pageant, very carnival. Yeah. Um, Cynthia Kiss is Jeannie Becker, who I actually have no idea who that is. You would know if you saw her, like, for real. Like, she has been on Canadian television for a long period of time. I didn't know to instantly when they said Jeannie Becker, but then I queued into the fashion television thing, and if I Googled her, and I, I know who Jeannie Becker is. You probably do, too. Okay, I just looked her up, and yes, I've seen her face before. Yeah, you've seen her face 
and she's not like what Cynthia's doing is like not necessarily like Jeannie Becker. It for me it was a little bit more eighties news anchor, which I guess kind of like Jeannie was to a degree. Uh, but I th- I think she looked good. Yes, I think she looked good too. Um, that was a good look. Um, we have Suki as Sandra O. Oh. Um, in a very campy trench coat. And I love the trench. She looks amazing. She yeah. looks amazing. I think this is the best Suki's look, personally. Yeah. It's not swallowing her whole. Yeah, it's not a, a drapey fabric moment, which <laughs> you pointed out is what she kind of often does. This was not that, and it was good. Um, Adriana was dressed up as Vanessa Morgan, who I don't even know who that is. But I don't know who this is, and I didn't like this runway. I found it a little bit basic. A little bit basic, and I felt like the corset rode up too high because it was kind of like a neck piece that flared out. And then there was the corset that went up and flared out, but there was no, there was like a very thin pe- like layer of flesh that like differentiated the two. I feel like if she gave more, a little bit more clavicle or a little bit of like, you know, uh, cleavage moment, it would have seemed less like, I don't know, boxy. I didn't like this. Mm. Okay. Geometric as Austin Powers. I think she looks good. She looks good, but what's happening with the like the crotch line or something? <laughs> it looked weird, and it looked like it was like cardboard or something, not necessarily fabric. Yeah, that was a hard crotch, and not it was in a, a good hard way. crotch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Kendall is giving Stacy. She's apparently representing the light skinned black community. I didn't know that that was her ethnicity, so oh, it's did, good to know that now. Well, she never said it before. I had, I had my, my specs, my speculation. Oh, okay. I guess because I, I remember her from uh, America's Next Top Model, and I guess one, I always just kind of assumed she was black, uh, and two, I, it must have come up or something. Oh, I didn't mean Stacy. Like Stacy, of course. I meant Kendall. Oh, really? You didn't think Kendall was black? I thought she was, I, I mean, like, I had no idea. I, I had no way of confirming. Okay. Yeah, she is kind of every race-ish, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Like, she's clearly mixed race. Yeah, Or, like, yeah, is yeah, it, like yeah, her yeah. blackness is, like, from being mixed race. But, like, I, like, wasn't sure. So I didn't call her that. Gotcha. I, I yeah, I guess I, I just kind of, I, I assumed. Uh, but you're right in the sense of, like, one... I don't think she's ever really necessarily talked about it. And two, she could be almost any ethnicity. Yeah. Which um, is fun. It's fun. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Um, Eve is Carrie Ann Moss from The Matrix. I didn't know that bitch was Canadian. Me but neither. I'm I didn't so know CM. Yeah, I was very proud in that moment. Um, and I thought Eve looked good. I thought this is maybe one of the best she's looked. Yes. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was polished. Uh, she looked sexy. We love to see it. Yes, we love to see it. Isis is basically a mint-flavored nurse. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a good way. She's paying homage to Sandra O oh as Grey's Anatomy, which is what she says. <laughs> which I found very funny. It was like, oh, she's playing the show Grey's Anatomy? Yeah, so you've never seen the show. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> And she was also kind of giving a uh, ratchet. Yeah, like it was. Ratchet. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a good look. It was a good look. I liked it. Even though he was, I feel like she kind of missed the brief a little bit. Because uh, it was basically more of a healthcare worker 
homage than it was a Sandra O. Oh, but Sandra O. Oh did play a doctor. But I guess also she was a nurse, not a doctor. <laughs> yeah. So I'm confused. Yeah, it was a little bit of a stretch. A little bit uh, of a stretch. Uh, Pathia, however, comes ooh. out as Catherine O'Hara, as Myra Rose, as Cropocalypse. It's yes. pretty great. It was so good. I it was Pathia really good. So much. Me too, dude. I think Pathia will go down across fr- uh, Drag Race franchises as consistently bringing creative, kind of amazing and unique looks. Yes, very polished, pretty fashion, but also yeah, like yeah. very campy. And yeah, like spooky. Sp- and like, like, yeah, and, like, and interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I loved like the crow nose and like the crow's feet. Yeah, on her yeah. Shoes that was so cool. Yeah, and I remember when I when uh, she was getting ready in the workroom, she had the, like the fucking nose on. I was like, "What are you gonna be, Pythia?" And I zero percent saw this coming. Uh, you know, I love a Cropocalypse moment. It's <laughs> good shit. Um. So yeah, the tops of the week are Kimura. Ooh, wait, I guess maybe Opacrolips could work too. Opacrolips. Oh, I was so I was having this discussion yesterday because you know when you're mashing words together, it's always easy to just go with the with the the first pertaining to the first part of it. So I was like, mm, okay, uh, what was the word? I was uh, con- gempreciation versus a a pregemation. A pregemation <laughs> isn't very good, uh, but then also rumocracy versus democracy. Uh, oh. That one's not mine. I, I stole that one. Uh, but it is better than what's actually... Because it's on the show, they say rumocracy, but democracy is actually a bit better, but it's kind of harder to say. Uh, Cropocalypse. <laughs> yeah, Cropocalypse is great, but Apocrolypse, I actually think, is a little bit better. Yeah. Cro-Magnon. No, I'm just oh, okay. related Yeah. Croatia. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't even know anything that starts with crow anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Crowletariat. Crow-op. Like a crow-op. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, I'm trying to do imbroglio, <laughs> though, with crow. And crolio. <laughs> that's good. That's, that's. It's not good, but it's it's, not I thought proletariat was pretty good. Whatever. Proletariat, proletariat, proletariat was good. Yeah, it's they're gonna be the 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 worker crow uprising. <laughs> <laughs> get those um, anyway. bourgeois crows out of there. Anyways, uh, we get the critiques, and basically it's kind of like you know how we how we spelled it out already. Uh, Kimura, Cynthia, Adriana, Suki, even Pythia, the T's and B's of the week, and all the yeah. other ladies are safe. Um, um, during the critiques, yeah. all I feel like is really necessary to mention is how Eve claps back at Connor Jessup for telling her yes. she has flat hair. I loved it. That was good. I mean, like, also her hair wasn't flat. It wasn't flat. It was like, what? It, it was a what are you talking about dude moment. You're, you have no authority in the dragosphere. Yeah, it was like when, uh... Uh, fucking Alyssa Ad- Edwards tells Santino, like, shut your no drag knowledge mouth. You know, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. This is an example of that. Like, he started the sentence being like, "Oh, you know, like Carrie Ann Moss has that like slicked back hair, but like yours is kind of flat." I was like, "Have you seen Carrie Ann Moss's fucking hair? It's, right? Like, pretty flat. It's pretty fucking flat. It's slicked back, one might say." Yeah. 
you know, like the thing you're critiquing her for is like the opposite of the word you just said. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, go off. Go off. Um, Anyways, um, in, in Untuck, we got a little bit more of Eve being delusional. I really like. I'm always here course. for it. Uh, this is that other Suki moment that we mentioned, which she uh, tells everyone that she's from the projects. Uh, and then when we get back into the uh, the main stage, it is Suki and Eve in the bottom. Yeah, and Cynthia wins. Like, could have seen that coming. Who wins? Cynthia. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cynthia Kins wins. I forgot. Yeah, we did, forgot to mention. Yeah, which 100% saw coming. She deserved to win. Good for her. Was in the bottom last week. Really rose to the top. Honestly, among the queens, she seems to be the only one who has, like, good t- comedic timing. Yes. Um, she definitely is. Which is sad. I want more funny queens. Me too, me too, me too. What can you do? What can you do? Not everyone's got it like we do, babe. <laughs> I wonder how we'd be on the show. Like I think about that constantly. I don't I think know. I, I I don't know. I think I'd I probably do pretty pearly on Canada's drag race. One, not a <laughs> drag queen. Uh <laughs> But two, I think I would get a little in my head and I wouldn't be able to like relax enough to have that, you know, I'm at my best when I'm kind of vibing and just kind of like, you know, popping off one-liners, yada, 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 ayy. Uh, I don't think I'd be able to do that on camera. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I would, like, Snatch Game would be really hard for me um, unless I, you know, really, really practice. Like, I would really have to choose someone that I, I connected with on some level and, like, felt that I didn't really have to change much about my voice or, you know, who I am. Um, but, like, I think I would have a really hard time and get in my head if someone didn't laugh, for instance. I think that right, would, you right. know, send me in a tailspin. Yeah, and it seems like the natural setup slash environment for Snatch Game almost would lead to that because there's no audience. The only people laughing are like the two guest judges and whoever's hosting like Rue or um, Brooklyn. And like when you have a full audience, even a joke that's like not that funny will get a little bit of a giggle and you can kind of, you have more energy to work off of being just in a room with like just a bunch of other, a, a bunch of other people, but like not that many people with cameras on you is very different. Yeah, and especially, like, most of the people who are around you are in character and, right, like, may right, not right. be that good at, like, you know, giving you energy while they're in character. They might also feel, like, super awkward. It just feels like <laughs> weird energy to work with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I actually, like, you know, when people do poorly on, on Snatch Game, I don't hold them. Well, I do hold them to account, but I, I feel, I feel for them. I'm like, that was probably a really hard thing to do, and it must have been a rough experience. Um, that said, what do you think you would do really well if you were to compete? I think my on cameras would be really great. I think I would serve as a very good narrator for a season. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. You're talking heads. You'd give good head. I give great head. Uh, <laughs> no complaints, only compliments thus far. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also just think I, I would, think so too. I think I would like, and cause you know, you know me, uh, I would bring a very funny, maybe out of place energy to kind of like the workroom and how drag queens usually interact. I, I don't know. I just think I would be very, maybe a little bit too blunt and also maybe a little bit too straight to the point and also a little bit too, I don't know, like casually bro-y. Mm. 
okay. I mean, I don't see you as casually broy, but compared to like a lot of, and compared to a lot of other gay men, I kind of am. Like people have commented how I say dude a lot. Oh, true. Yeah, dude, and like, like bro, girl. I don't fucking know, dude. But like, people have like been like, oh, like dude, like who are you? And be like, yo, dude, this is how I was raised. <laughs> Hey, dude, don't come for me, brother. Yeah, bruh. Don't come for me. <laughs> Am I verbiage? Uh, um, what do you yeah, think you would do really well on? I think I would be best at lip syncing. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, I think that's where I would excel. I wouldn't be great at ballads. But, like, high energy numbers, like, I could do that. For sure. No for problem. Sure. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You'd bring it. You'd bring it. You'd bring it. Um... I think I could be good. I don't know. I've just never had experience like with uh, stand-up comedy or hosting or um, like musical theater production. So it's really hard to say. But I do think like I would be okay. Like yeah, I would hold yeah. my own in those situations. Like I yeah, wouldn't completely yeah, yeah, fall yeah. flat on my face. The design challenges I would bomb. Yeah, I would sure. definitely bomb design <laughs> challenges. I'd be, I don't know, throwing some shit together. But I, I agree at least for myself. Mainly because, you know, I have a lot of experience kind of, like, getting up in front of large, like, amounts of people or, like, on television and doing things. I think I wouldn't have, like, the nerves that some queens have when they're doing some of that stuff. So that would maybe give me a slight edge. But, um, I also have never done a stand-up comedy. But I, I think, I like to think I'm a funny person. And I like to you think... Are. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I do think I'm funny. But I'd like to think I would be able to you know, package the funny, not just be like naturally funny, but be comedic. You know what I mean? Well, for sure. Hopefully. I think you would be good at a roast, to be honest. I, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe, maybe. There's a fine line between funny and mean, and sometimes, you know, <laughs> you I, I'm jumping that. back and forth, baby. <laughs> um, honestly, my roast would be kind of like Utica's. Like, <laughs> oh, don't say that about yourself, dude. You're yeah, better no, than no, that. Yeah, no, no, it wouldn't be that bad. It would be like a like safe performance, I think. Whose? Mine. Like, oh yeah, be, yeah, like, yeah, not yeah, 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 great, yeah, 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 yeah. But it yeah. wouldn't be like the fucking worst. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I think you could. I think you would do well if you like cut loose a little bit and leaned into your natural meanness. True. Yeah, get rid of any pretense of being a good person. Right, right. Which like. It. You do that all the time, and it's very frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> like, just accept it. You're not a good person. That's so funny, Michael. I can't want to be a good person. I just have to accept I'm, my, like, the demon inside. No, 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 no. You got to tame the demon. You really got to rein it in. It's not good to uh, let that girl out all the time. Yes, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like there is a time and a place for being a bitch. I just struggle with the idea of being a bitch on the record. Oh. That's, you know, because like when we're talking, we're on the podcast. I don't want to be too mean. Right, right, um, right, 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 right. And right. I wouldn't, I worry about that on TV too. I think that's something that we, I would get in my head about. True. Yeah, I would, I would as well. I, I feel you. I feel you. Um, anyways, to close off this episode of Drag Race, which we are not competing in this season, despite the last 20 minutes of conversation, um, we are <laughs> seeing a lip sync with Suki and Eve lip syncing to Toronto icon Capri. Uh, yes. I, so the thing is, we both know Capri, uh, have seen her perform, yada, yada, yada. 
but I didn't know this song and I couldn't find this song anywhere afterwards. So this song isn't originally by her. Happiness. Oh, okay. It, it's a cover um, by some person that I don't know. Um, but yeah, so I, this is not an original Capri track. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. But so I was reading something on Reddit that said, you know, like we should have different standards about like Canadian artists. Like this clearly was written by and performed originally by an American performer. Shouldn't we have used used another Capri song that is actually her original material? And I kind of agree with that. I do agree with that. Yeah. Like she released that song a couple of years ago that was, you know, semi-popular. Uh, they should have used deeper? that one. Yeah, Deeper. Uh, yeah, they should have used that one. But yeah, anyway, to get to the lip sync, I thought it was kind of forgettable. Um, Eve serves good face. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Overall, yeah, the, the lip sync was kind of whatever. I do think Eve deserved it. Also, what I will say is Eve, there's that construction noise, baby. Uh, something's going on. Somebody back it up, back it up, baby. Back, back, back it up. We should yeah. just like, I should go on the sidewalk and like, twerk exactly like back exactly. it up yeah um with the truck i don't know back it up with the truck uh <laughs> eve when, she, when they're about to start the lip sync says you know i don't think i should be here singing right now but i'm gonna give it my all and i was like you know what you're right adriana yeah. should have been lip syncing yeah 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 i totally agree with that um i found that a little bit sus yeah i don't know why they protected adriana this week because adriana's like at least Eve was giving me Bernie. Like, exactly, exactly. Like, Eve's performance was a little flat, but it wasn't bad. Adriana's was funny. bad. Um, yeah. and she nothing like... Sofia Vergara, yeah, exactly. She should have had more eyebrows. She could have had more personality. Yeah. Like, she like, could have called... Like, she could have brought up Modern Family and did bits about that. Her, and, like, she... In the Snatch Game, her talking head was like, oh, I've gotten myself into this character and the judges aren't finding it funny and now I'm trapped. I'm like, no, you just walked in with one joke, which was big breasts. It wasn't funny. And now you didn't have anything else prepared. You put yourself into this box. Well, yeah, that's the thing about Snatch Game. I find you have to respect the character enough to see them as more than one thing. Um, And if you don't, then you should choose another character. Like, exactly. oh, I'm going to choose her because, like, we both have the same accent and it can be my strength. It's like, well, what else about Sofia Vergara do you like? You know? Yeah, yeah. She, it seemed like she didn't really know her that well also because she had, yeah, she couldn't think of anything else to do. Anyways, Adriana should have been in the bottom. She should have been lip syncing. Eve does instead. Uh, Eve has a moment where she kind of, like, rips off the coat and you see, like, you know... Uh, the the corset action or the um anyway you see her undergarments which wasn't exactly a good mm. moment but no. she wins the lip sync and i think it was deserved i don't feel like she's done a good reveal yet <laughs> no she hasn't even the one from last week was a little bit stalled uh because you're gonna get that clip off or whatever oh my god girl get it together if you're gonna do a reveal like please like make sure everything is on point that yeah, is all plan it out um, Suki wasn't bad though. Like, yeah, Suki was fine. Did Suki some was fine. stuff. Yeah, she did some stuff. Like no one, like neither of them were bad. I just do think like Eve kind of, yeah, like you said, served a little bit more face, brought a little bit more energy to the song. And honestly, I feel like people don't talk about this enough, but serving face to me in a lip sync 
is the most important thing. Oh, 100%. Like you, 100%. Like, it's face and attitude. Like, I don't care if you do the splits. Exactly. I don't care exactly. if you can dance the house down boots and, like, fucking do a backflip. Like, Which I just, think a lot of queens over-rely on. And it's kind of annoying because... Even in Vanity Milan's performance last week, which I'm going to say, like, is almost flawless. But oh, yeah, it was I don't think she needed all those splits, like, to be honest. I, I would agree. Um, but, you know, I could also see, like, she's in the moment. She wants to be showing as much as she can. It's high energy. The song, it's not like, it's not like the song didn't call for it. Uh, but you're right. Like, her performance was amazing. Yeah. I, I guess I'm just saying, like, I wish Drag Race hadn't, created this expectation for queens to always do the splits and always do the most in a lip sync because I feel like it takes away from like the subtle nuances like embodying the song which is like way more important than any sort of theatrics or for sure like I agree I agree I like to think at like local locally the drag scene is still kind of like that I haven't been to a lot of drag shows recently, but yeah, of course. Um, yeah, yeah. I, ho- I yeah. I hope queens on the ground level are still sticking to uh, what's important. For sure. Um, but yeah, we are at the end of the episode. Yeah, uh, Eve had lives a lot to, to complain another day. Yes, Eve lives to complain another day. We said goodbye to Suki, who we started to like this episode, yeah, so I'm exactly, kind of mad exactly. about it. Yeah, and she leaves graciously as well. She's very much like, you know what? This is all good. I came. I did my thing. People are going to know about me now. I can't be sad about that. Yes, it was wonderful. Um, she took the high road in the end, which we love to see it. I love um, a high road. Yeah. You don't love a low road? Uh, I love uh, going down low roads. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's the end of the episode. Uh, check us out on social media at Gem Girls Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. You can also check us out on our we- at our website, gemgirls.com. Send us an email hey, at heygirlhey at gmail.com. Gemgirls.com. No, oh, Gmail? Wait. I forget which one it is. No, it's heygirlhey at gemgirls.com. You're right. I forgot we had that. It's a Gmail account, but it's an at gemgirls.com account. Yeah, clearly we never check our emails. Honestly, I check it pretty frequently. No one sends us emails. I get emails from Shudder. I get emails from Shudder every now and once in a while because I use that account for a free trial. (laughs) Please send us an email. We're so lonely. We're so very lonely. We just want to hear from you, whoever you may be. Anyways, uh, also, while you're sending us an email, be sure to rate us and review us wherever you find podcasts. And by rate us and review us, I mean five stars and a positive uh, review, because that is the pod poll, but which I mean the podcast <laughs> policy. Um, pod poll, baby. I'm, uh, I, always, I always consider saying pod poll so I can say smoking that pod poll, but uh, I'm smoking poll while living up for the pod poll. But uh, it doesn't really work as well. Regardless. What? You know, smoking pole, sucking dick? Oh, I've never heard smoking pole. Oh, okay. Smoking pole means sucking dick. Wow, okay. Hot. Hot, right? Like, smoke my pole. Anyways, uh, <laughs> with all that said and done, you can or cannot smoke my pole. It's really up to you. The door is open to anybody. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Anyways, I'm spiraling, so let's close this up. Let's yeah, until it. next time. <laughs> 
Stay, Stay outrageous. outrageous. <laughs> Bye. We went kind of insane Bye. there. Yeah. Sorry. Ooh, yeah. <laughs>